Hey, what's up, historians? Well, once again, Wizards of the Coast has lost their damn minds this week. They're all ramped up on cocaine and bath salts and are just going for some fucking big air. So many announcements we have to cover this week on this. Nerfs, buffs, bans, rebalancing, and spoilers, oh my, episode of Manoran. But first, I'm Hoshi, your beer brain host, who could use some rebalancing of his own on my intelligence. Uh, quick apology to our Twitch listeners last week. I apparently don't know how audio works. Uh, <laughs> and you are listening to the Man Rant Podcast, where I am always joined uh, by... <laughs> by Possibly the worst MTG player to exist, uh, who tries to validate his abilities of getting good uh, by hosting an MTG podcast. It's Drunken Dork. Uh, all facts. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if you've ever uh, gone to our YouTube and watched our gameplay videos, you'll see me misplay like one after another. It's it's hard. It's real hard to watch because like... My brain, I'm pretty sure it just doesn't even exist anymore. It's just filled <laughs> like you, like you said, beer, beer brain. Yeah, yeah. It's just filled with beer up there. So like these are like unconscious thoughts. I'm just clicking a mouse, you know, and like <laughs> words are coming out of my mouth, but zero thought involved in any of that. <laughs> it's just full autopilot. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, welcome back to the show, and uh, thank you for joining us. We are the Mana Dorks, and uh, this is Mana Rant, where we talk about everything in Magic, the Gathering, but mainly focus on, uh, you know, the historic format, and uh, we talk a little bit about alchemy, too, since apparently it just fucking affects historic now. There's no gain around that. Uh, So our show moves through the segments of of Magic, uh, with the main phases being our main topics, and, uh, you know, tonight we're going to be going over the rebalancing, actually, in the draw phase, and then both of the main phases are going to be going over like some of the spoilers that we picked we're not going over all of them because there's just way too many so we're picking the ones that are are kind of our favorite so far out of them uh and with that let's just jump straight into the show with our first phase which is the untap phase untap and untap is where we uh untap some drinks to uh start off the show with so what are you uh what are you drinking tonight drunken uh, sorry, I was actually just reading some magic cards. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even realize. Oh, I'm doing a podcast right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> same as always. Kegerator. Uh, nice. Coconut Porter. I, I think I drink this every week. It's incredible. It's really good. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, well, this week I have a, uh, a fig sidecar, which I don't think I've ever had a sidecar before. And it's made with this, like, oh. a fig liqueur that we've uh, been infusing uh, some brandy triple sec and lemon juice so I'm pretty excited to try this uh, oh man yeah that's good complex very complex a lot of tart um, yeah complex toast wait I don't know what a sidecar is what is a sidecar it's liquor brandy uh, triple sec and lemon juice I'm I don't drink a lot of brandy. That's more something that you have in like uh, eggnog or something like that. But it's good. Yeah, I like it. Sweet. Um, yeah. And, Sounds uh, disgusting. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, I enjoy it. Well, cheers, drunken dork, and cheers to everybody out yeah. there. Uh, cheers, let's everyone. have a good show. Hmm. And with that, we're gonna move into our upkeep phase. 
Upkeep, getcha upkeep. And upkeep is our Reddit rant segment where we look to the internet for people bitching and complaining about Magic the Gathering. Um, so it takes almost no time to find anybody for this segment. I basically just open up uh, <laughs> Facebook and there is some guy. And that's what we found oh. this week right in Facebook. Uh, we're going to the Magic the Gathering Arena MTG where so much of <laughs> the rant bus are found. I just spent like I was actually on Reddit for quite a while this week and I, um, like today and I was like, man, I'm not finding anybody. I <laughs> I opened up. I don't believe that. I, I know it was <laughs> like I found a hard, I was having a hard time on Reddit. I opened up Facebook and then boom, right, right there. And then right there, right in front of my eyes was Christopher Hasten <laughs> and Christopher he has to say, uh, just watching someone play with himself for <laughs> forever on turn three. Literally cast 26 spells as then uh, finally hits Grape Shot for 26. Magic is a game. Games are played for uh, for they are fun. How does someone think uh, playing a completely solitary game is fun? So a little quick one this week. Uh, Did you we, write this? No. The grammar is like is, is a Hoshi top notch, uh, you know, fucking little statement. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's always yeah. And I read these posts full of these bad grammar too, which is just like a, a double fuck. I'm getting fucked on my hands here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I I also sound like I wrote this because I was I hate watching people just like jerk themselves off while you're uh, yeah. you know playing the game. It, you know, I have a fellow <laughs> a compatriot right here. So what do you think, drunken, about it? Uh, um, yeah. I love jerking off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, also on Magic. Yeah, you um, do. But, yeah, you, uh, do. you know, honestly, it, it, this kind of stuff doesn't really bother me generally. What mm-hmm. does bother me, and I've mentioned this many times, this happens to me all the time. I'll yeah. let people get their win off because I just mm-hmm. want to see it happen. But when they go over the top, like... When they're unnecessarily casting stuff, yeah. it immediately I, I get enraged. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm conceding right away. Right. Yeah. Like, but I generally won't I I won't concede until like I know I know they have the win. It's just they like when they the when they Yeah, when they unnecessarily jerk off, it's like, you know, they could kill me with say 25 points of damage just mm-hmm. in case I have mana open or something. And even though I have 20 life, like that's understandable because like yeah. maybe I have a card or something. I don't know if there even is a card, but um, anyway, like I get that. But um, like when they're like, okay, I just want to fucking jerk off and like, <laughs> woo, I want to like, I want to hit you for 55 damage and it's yeah. just super unnecessary. And they're going through their whole deck. Like that's, that's when it starts really bugging me. So I, I get this. I get the, what uh, Christopher Henson is saying, you know, like yeah. I kind of yeah, <laughs> it can picture. be a little annoying. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've played against this deck too, the grape shot one where it's just they just bounce yeah. this guy back and forth uh, like, you know, to their hand a thousand times. And I played against it. and I was like, are you fucking kidding? This taking so long. So I just left. I just auto passed and I just like I went and did something for a while. And then I came back and then sure enough, he got grape shot off and killed me. I was like, OK. You know, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and just like and watch him just, yeah, fucking jerk off for like 10 minutes, dude. Like, and it's yeah. not completely the the player's fault. Yes, it kind of is for him playing that deck, but it's more I more blame Arena for not finding a good way to like, you know, to do a loop like that and like do it quickly. Right. You should be able yeah. to like, you know, the game should be able to recognize that you're doing a loop and be like, hey, do you want me to do this for you a certain amount of times quickly? You know, that would be fucking awesome if you could do that, Wizards. Are you listening? 
Yeah, wizards are <laughs> listening. No, that's no. never gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. Then I mean, yeah, it sounds great. Like that would be really good, but it prevents yeah. people from um, having fun because part of the fun to some people mm. is jerking off for that's like thirty true. minutes. You yeah, know? the pain and suffering of others absolutely is. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I. I'm not a huge combo player, but I recognize that, hey, it's something fun for people. But also, it is supremely unfun to play against these ones where you just sit there and do this for fucking ever. The squirrel combo, we talked about it. Playing against the, the stupid cat oven combo. It, they're fucking awful to play against. Uh, yeah. Even though they may be fun to play, they're just, yeah, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> and It feels like this is Christopher's first time seeing one, and he's just sitting there like, what in the fuck? So, I mean, uh, maybe fucking Christopher plays like a uh, cat oven and you know, <laughs> people generally that, concede to him. That, and that would like, be so funny. He's like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm I, the only one hey, allowed I'm, to jerk off here. I'm the jerk off king, not you. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweet. Well, that was right around. Hey, if you guys find something, uh, you know, a funny post out there or whatever, just uh, send it our way. Uh, and with that, let's move into our draw phase. Let's draw. All right, and draw, we're finally going to start getting into some of this news we've been hearing about. Yeah. This news with MTG News brought to you by possibly the biggest headed anchor on planet Earth, Drunken Dork. And, and me, That's I guess, me. too. I'm also here. Yeah, and uh, you. You as well. <laughs> but, but mainly mainly drunken dork uh so first off i don't i don't know why you're <laughs> emphasizing <laughs> all right i don't right, know I just, I just i just want to uh so anyways let's first let's talk about uh the first announcement that they made this week which was the banned and restricted one and uh this really did not affect us in historic very much uh the only thing that did come out was they finally banned memory labs hey so we uh we got our wild cards back and then yeah. in a move that shocked almost no one they unbanned to fairy time raveler what in the fuck? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll talk about that more when we get into rebalancing. But, man, their golden boy is back. They uh, they fought banning him for so long. And then everyone was like, would you please fucking ban this card? And they were like, fine. We But we really like him, though. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're, we know you have a hard-on for Teferi. But please, you made a, like, a ridiculous card with that Time Raveler one. So... Uh, and then let's look at the next one. And so uh, they did a rebalancing and they, they gave news on the rebalancing. And I just wanted they wrote a big, you know, long fucking thing on it. And there is one yeah, paragraph that I really want to talk about, though, because this one really did affect us. And it's uh, after closely monitoring our first round of alchemy rebalances, we're happy to report that they had minimal impact on historic win rates among existing decks. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, well, they're happy about it. No historic player is happy about it. Uh, and then they continue. But we also understand players' concerns over future unknowns. Oh, do you mean the constant bitching that you've been getting from all historic players about this? And they go, based on the feedback, a.k.a. Uh, bitching and ranting at them for this, uh, we, we will be weighing the potential historic impacts more heavily in our rebalancing decisions, starting with the adjustments we're announcing today. So... Uh, wah, wah, bad news, dude. Uh, they are not doing what everyone wants, which is 
uh, not letting alchemy affect historic. They're not doing it. They're just now they're going to consider. They're like, hey, I guess we'll consider historic now. I mean, because clearly they didn't fucking do that the first time. Right. So I, I mean, yeah, I. But what I get out of that is mm-hmm. that, like, so the cards that they did rebalance, um, that are already in historic, yeah, are are not like they are not anything big in historic, right? Like the ones they just rebalanced, not the ones they originally rebalanced, of course, because you know, faceless saving is huge. Um, but yeah. like, you know, these other ones that we may or may not talk about, um, they like the way they rebalance them. I mean the them rebalancing them isn't going to affect our format at all. And what I got out of it is maybe like going forward, if like there is a card in alchemy that really affects historic, um, that they'll consider like maybe not rebalancing it in our format, you know, depending on like maybe uh, the way it's used, but, but who knows, you know, like that's just me trying to give, uh, uh, wizards of the coast, uh, the benefit of the doubt. It's just, it's fucking dumb. Like, why would they have it? That's like saying, hey, you know what? Modern, the decisions that we make in modern, those should affect legacy, right? Like, why not? That's that's basically what's going on here. These are two yeah, formats it is. You're that right. are on completely different fucking power levels. And you're like, hey, I'm going to have one, uh, the one that's way lesser of a power level affect the, uh, you know, uh, the other one, it's fucking dumb. They would never do that. Like, the legacy players would lose their fucking minds if they did that. But, uh, absolutely. You know, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so let's take a look at this goddamn rebalancing, uh, shit show article that they put out here. Oh, sorry. That's, yeah. that's Christopher. I think we've had enough of him. So, uh, let's look at these card buffs that we got. All right. So the first one, this is clearly they are really loving the dungeon, dude. They're yeah. trying to go straight back. Yeah. See why? I believe it was CY in our Discord. With <laughs> which, if you're not part of our Discord, please join. He's like, man, they really want people yeah. to fucking uh, venture into the dungeon. Yeah. You know? He was like, Watsy's like, please, will anyone <laughs> adventure into the dungeon? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so that first one, fuck it. No one gives it. That card's still bad. Yeah. No one. Uh, no one gives a shit. This one. This, I think, the second one. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, you mind if I go over yeah, it? Yeah, 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 assemble from parts. Yeah, uh, this, this is, is a card bag. I was really excited for. Um, like coming into Historic, I was like, oh, cool, more reanimator stuff, which I love. You know, like mm-hmm. talked about, uh, you know, many times in our podcast that like yeah. I, I just really always want to do reanimator style decks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they made it a little more powerful. And yeah. like um, what they said is we felt that dream of... Uh, we felt the dream of reanimating a creature on turn four with assembling from parts was too difficult to achieve. Changing the abilities mana cost will make it a turn four reanimation much more consistent, but will require a heavier commitment to black to support this uh, adjusted cost. So yeah. um, it was, I believe, four mana to reanimate. Now yes. it's three mana to yeah. reanimate. Which is significant. But it's one black, black. Yeah, yeah. that's that's great. Mm-hmm. With ramp, you could reanimate something on turn, turn three. Yeah. Well, not even um, not even with ramp. if Because uh, you can cast this. Uh, so, like, if you had a Faithless Looting on turn two, right? And you, or turn, yeah. or turn one, whatever. And you threw something big in the bin. And then turn two, you can cast this at the end of your opponent's turn because it's an instant, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then target something in your graveyard, give it this ability. Then turn three, boom, you could hit a turn three easily yeah. with this without any ramp. Uh, so. Yeah, this is a this is a really cool card, mm-hmm. and like I I tried using it in alchemy, 
mm-hmm. um, which we're not really talking about what we've been playing recently, but I, yeah. I, I actually mix between alchemy and, and historic. I do really yeah. like alchemy. I think it's a fun, Me too. It's a fun format. I do too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think this is going to make like the idea of reanimator way easier in that format. I don't know how it's going to work in, in our beloved yeah. format, but I, I do like, it. I like this a lot. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Rakdos reanimation, uh, with this because the heavier lean on black makes it a little bit harder. I don't know if it's better than the, like, you know, uh, the, whatever the, the standard reanimate card that we have right now is the black white one. I can never remember the name of that, but I think this is great. This, yeah, this is actually like historic playable, I think, uh, which is cool that they made something better. Yeah. That was like a kind of a cool idea, but just not quite there. And then them doing this, yeah, uh, makes it, makes it great. So this is, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised for once. Uh, <laughs> and these yeah. rebalancing. Cause right now we have the uh, priestess, next, right? Uh, in historic the, that, that reanimates something on turn alpha, three. If no whatever. one, re- they gave it one. I still don't think we're going to see it. You. the what the the wolf the blood rage alpha oh yeah no it's no that's this is an alchemy good. only i play this in alchemy actually it's a good yeah. card in alchemy it's garbage in our format yeah and then we have the cloister gargoyle once again please <laughs> the, no. the dungeon one okay still garbage the dungeon descent no this one was fucking ridiculous like how bad it was before it's still bad yeah. it's still bad yeah. and they've reduced the mana cost of the ability by three and it's still fucking unplayable that's how bad this card was when they made it this is like the most junk rare i have ever <laughs> seen and it's still bad holy shit yeah uh then yeah. we got the the planeswalker they reduced her like her like you know not lackluster ultimate by one i yeah. s- still think still bad still bad yep uh then we have face reversal face bad reversal, still bad yeah uh find the path uh, find the path is is okay yeah it's like, okay it's okay but like the the inner the dungeon just like the it's so lackluster what you get out of it yeah and then we have a uh, puppet razor the increase of toughness what okay it's still yeah. bad uh okay. bad. <laughs> still bad and then we have uh, um yeah perpetuous drop bad yeah still bad. um uh try triumphant adventure yeah. bad i mean i'm uh, i i actually use this in uh alchemy but yeah, yeah i mean two one from a one one yeah no big deal i, I now, just yeah this the, is the one the two one part of it just sucks yeah go on and then, so next we have a uh, card adjustments. Yeah. Um, divide. So divide by zero. Mm-hmm. Um, this card is used a lot in alchemy, and oh, I've definitely yeah. seen it in uh, historic. So mm-hmm. uh, this, you know, I don't know it. The when it's played in historic, this isn't really going to affect it too much because a lot of the stuff you're doing in historic is mana value four or less anyway. Yeah. Alchemy, this is going to be affected. Mm-hmm. Um, you have any thoughts on that? No, not really. I feel like this was like hardly a nerf to it. Yeah, four or less. If it was, f- if it was four or above, then I feel like this would be more of a nerf. Uh, so I don't know. I yeah. It, it's really good against um against a dragon deck. Yeah. And um, so what it's what it's doing now is it's stuff. it's good against yeah. What like it's doing now is things too like things that can't be countered. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm thinking of like an alchemy, like it, it you know, it, it, it was really good against that deck and mm. it was really good against, um, like the bigger mana cost decks. And now, you know, you can't really use it Absolutely. as much. Yeah. 
And then uh, we have fearsome whelp after, and basically uh, instead of this fuck. happening, reducing on your end step, it yeah. now reduces on your upkeep, which is huge. Yeah. You know, it gives your opponent a whole extra a turn whole to get rid of turn it. Turn to kill it, and it has haste yeah. now, though. Ooh, <laughs> you can get that yeah. one damage Ooh, in one, there, one buddy. Haste. Get that one, yeah. that one face damage. Yeah. This. What? What do you think? What do you think of them doing this? Like the effect that it'll have on the dragon deck. Um, I think this is going going to affect it. Yeah, there's actually a lot of removal in alchemy. Yeah, a lot of good premium removal mm -hmm. in that in that format. So I do think that this is going to be affected for sure, especially at one um one toughness. It's so everything gets rid of it. Yeah. Any type of removal can get rid of this. Mm -hmm. It was it was it was a really good card. It was the one card that you really needed. I feel like in the dragon deck to like get some headway. You know, like if you got that card, you were in great shape. And now I think it's fucked. I think this deck is fucked now. I think it's completely not. Uh, it's it's gonna drop in rank. I think it's probably uh, gone from like a tier one deck to at least a you know tier two from this uh, this hit. This one point five maybe. Yeah, 1. 5, I think it's yeah. still gonna be pretty viable because you need you well, need the removal to get rid of it. Yeah, and like there there are decks out there that don't that are top tier that don't run enough removal yeah that's um, true but they also fucked over another card in the dragon deck as well so uh we'll get to that in a second yeah uh next we have uh holebreaker horror which is a uh a beast of a fucking card if you can get seven mana to cast the thing and uh you're supposed to reanimate it with that first one that we talked yeah, about that's, sure that's, yeah i that, have no that, idea that would actually be <laughs> That would, that would actually be awesome. Uh, but they uh, made it so the spell can't be countered is gone. Uh, which, I don't know if I agree with that. Um, like, I feel like that was a good way to help it end uh, stupid going on forever. Their, their, like, justification for doing this was dumb. Uh, they were like, oh, in the, <laughs> in the mirror match of, like, I counter everything that you do, this comes down and stops that nonsense. You know, so... I, I think that's stupid. They're like, we want people to just fucking have more frustrating games. Uh, so we're going to allow this to also be countered. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to make a big difference to this card. But, I don't think so. Yeah, because it's got flash. So you're usually waiting before the end of your opponent's turn to do it too. But I can see in like a counter matchup how this, this would be, this sucks. You know, uh, them taking that out. And then this is probably the biggest... Uh, nerd. Yeah, this is this is your boy right here. Talk yeah. about it. Or yeah, girl. So, is it a boy or girl? Uh undecided. Uh <laughs> this is the okay. Inquisitor the Inquisitor Captain though. And Inquisitor Captain. Look at all that a, text, man. Jesus. Dude, Christ. yeah, it's a fucking paragraph. <laughs> so if you haven't they nerfed the fuck out of this thing though. Holy yeah. shit. Uh this card was a beast of a card that was probably too good. Uh everyone was saying, like, oh yeah, this thing's gonna get fucked. Uh and it did. Uh, except it got fucked in the worst kind of way because uh, it didn't just get banned and we got our uh, our wilds back for this thing. It got uh, like just severely nerfed now. So to the point where yeah. I don't even know if this is really playable anymore. It still probably is, but not nearly to the effect that it was before. So now before it was when it entered the battlefield, uh, you know, you got to search it. it, it uh, what is it called? It seeked. Two, two, three, or less mana cards out of your deck. And you got to pick one of them and put them onto the battlefield. Now, what they did is I heard people say that they made this a on-cast trigger. And that is not true. It is worse than that. It is. Uh, it has to be 
you have to cast, cast from a spell. your hand. It's still an ETB, but you've had to cast it. So that is significant. I don't know if uh, like people know the difference of, of that, but there are like what's called a cast trigger is like the second you cast it, you get that ability, right? Uh, and that's significant because if that spell was to get countered, right, then you would still get that cast trigger. Uh, like Ulamog, his trigger goes off even if you counter him. Uh, Inquisitor Captain now, you can counter Inquisitor Captain and you don't get that effect. So it's not a cast trigger. It still has to enter the battlefield to be able to get it. So this is that's, that's a severe nerf, I feel like, to this card. What, what do you think? Yeah. Do you think it's still playable? So I, I'm going to speak to what they said specifically in the... Okay. Um, in the write-up, sure. they said, uh, we are making it more difficult to overwhelm the board with Inquisitor Captain. The, the interactions with cards such as Glass Pool Mimic mm -hmm. in Alchemy and Soul Herder in Historic made yeah. it too difficult for creature-based decks to attack uh, ad advantageously without relying on flying or forcing them to ignore combat altogether. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, this is what I think of specifically is... Um, Unfortunately, now, like, you don't get that multiple interaction with this card, which mm -hmm. is what made this card so good. Like, I don't think this is necessarily better than Coco. I know we've said that before. Yeah. Um, I think in the right deck, it can be. Absolutely. But, but like, you know, that's fine. Nerf it in Alchemy. You don't need to nerf it in Historic. This wasn't making waves. Sure, yeah. Soul Herder and this, like, could do some shit. But <laughs> yeah. how often do you Absolutely. run into those Soul Herder decks, right? Those Exile, they, those um, they were not Bounce decks. Yeah, they weren't destroying the format at all. You know, yeah. I think that's just a justification that they're making to make this. Uh, this is clearly an Alchemy-driven nerf. Uh, not yes. historic, but they're like, oh, it was fucking up historic too. Look, yeah, we're saving historic. No, you weren't. That the soul hoarder yeah. decks, they're good, but they're not. Yeah, it's not like an S tier deck that needed, uh, you know, <laughs> that needed some so, some nerfing. I don't think. So when I read things like this, I yeah. think like I'm not a game designer, um, but I and like I have no idea what's involved in this, and like I'm I'm not trying to say it's easy or anything, but to no. me it seems like lazy lazy design where yeah. instead of like looking at two different formats and like seeing how it's affecting one or the other um they're just going in they're like okay we're just going to do it with alchemy and now it's it's fucking historic has to deal with it too and it just seems yeah. like lazy design to me it does it, it just feels more like they're being stubborn about it like they're like we just don't want to yeah. do it for you know we don't want to they don't want to balance two different formats they're just like fuck it i'm gonna balance one thing and then that's it and it'll affect the other yeah. one too and if you don't like it get fucked uh that's what it yeah. feels like so basically yep, yep. yeah sucks okay next we got a uh, liar uh liar this sucks uh for for this one um this is a strong ass card uh and they changed it to during your turn you can do the flashback ability from your graveyard so they stopped it from just being like a, you know, on your yeah. opponent's turn too. Well, so this this was a deck. This is Liar is a deck in Alchemy. You Absolutely. don't see it in Historic too often. Yeah, and, it's strong. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. It is a strong deck. It, yeah, I it's think it's slow, still strong. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still strong. It's mm -hmm. a slow, grindy deck. Usually they cast Liar and they don't start doing stuff until their next turn anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, whatever. Liar is usually a bomb. I think it's still a bomb even when it comes down. So yeah, this is Liar. I kind of agree with that. That wasn't too bad of a nerf for it. Uh, and then we got Sanguine Brushstroke. This is like you just are not getting the life gain when you crack the blood. That's tokens. huge. When you crack the blood that's... tokens, is it? You think that's a big? That's a big deal. Okay. 
Oh, absolutely. This is huge. I mean, that deck is that mono black deck is probably one of the most powerful decks it is. in um in alchemy. Yeah. And like the fact that you're not gaining life because this deck will, you know, it's pretty slow and grindy it and is. you can get down pretty low. Yeah. And then what this what this card does for you is it gains you that life back, right? Mm -hmm. From sacking stuff. So That's um, true. yeah, it is unfortunate. It's gonna take that deck down a little bit. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I was kind of unimpressed by that. I was like Eh, I don't know if <laughs> that really is going to, you know, uh, curve it that much. I thought it maybe should have lost the the ping effect to it. I think that would have been more significant. Um, and then next we got Townraiser Tyrant. This is a huge uh, debuff to this one, I feel like. Uh, they added non-basic as a targeting restriction. So it came down. It, could, it used to be able to target any land to give it this, like, two damage, you know, perpetually per turn unless you sacrifice a deal. Now it has to be a non-basic land. Uh, so monocolor decks are like, you know, most likely not going to be affected at all by this uh, dragon now. What do you think of this? Um, yeah, this is pretty devastating. Yeah. I will say, though, in, in Alchemy, where this is the only place this card is used in pretty much. Pretty much. There is not many monocolor decks. It's and, true. Um, and even the decks that are monocolored are using lands like mm -hmm. um, the man lands and stuff. So yeah. I think it still has targets. It is sad, though, because this card is so fucking powerful. It man. Is. It, this thing kills me. Yeah. Like, you know, this this alone has killed me. We're like, all oh, right, yeah. it's dealing two damage. I'll allow it a turn or two. Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting hit by for four. And then I sack my land and now I'm one land short. Holy yeah. shit, man. This is like a game winner. So, you know, I'm actually okay with this. Uh, I don't know. I don't like it. I think this was overkill. I think they set, they 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 nerfed the whelp, and I think that was more than enough to, like, hinder this deck severely. Uh, I think doing Townraiser as well is really fucking this deck over. Because before, this was a guaranteed hit for the, its ability. Now, it's not, you know? Now, it's, it's yeah. not guaranteed. There's a good chance that... You know, they don't have a man land or like any type of non-basic out uh, by like, you know, turn four, turn three by the time you get this. So maybe I don't know. This Fair one, enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I could be wrong. And then let's go to the and last then finally, one. Yeah, finally. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh, God damn it. You want to take this one away? I feel like you're excited. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hoshi's favorite, absolute favorite card <laughs> to fairy time raveler. Yay. So from one white and a blue, it goes now to two white and a blue. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says your opponents can't cast spells during your turn instead of your opponents can only cast spells at sorcery speed, right? That's what it said before, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so now instead, you can still cast instants on your turn at any time. You can still do combat tricks and stuff, yeah. which is a thing for sure. Mm. Um, but you just can't do it on your opponent's turn. Yeah. And then it says, um, you can't do until shit your next on turn. turn. <laughs> you can do yeah. like you can do like abilities, and that's about it. And then I think everything else is the same, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, everything else is the yeah. same, except for his loyalty went up as well. So he's actually he has oh, yeah. more loyalty now than he had before. So he's even harder to fucking kill. He can come in and then be like six. Uh, he yeah. was three before, right? Three loyalty. No, he was four. He, he was, was four. He was okay. four. So he still was like he was fucking ridiculous. Like <laughs> he was such an overpowered planeswalker when yeah. he uh, came out. He fucking was in any deck that had uh, blue and white. You know, any deck that yep. had that, you throw it to. He was in a wall deck that I had. Because he was just so strong, like, there was no way you could not play him, you know? 
Yeah. Like, he, he improved any deck that he went into. He was, like, way too generically strong. Their their justification for this is fucking, re- is so silly, too. They were like, oh, we think he's, we think he, we're, we're adding to him because we want him to fight against control decks. Are you out of your fucking mind? This is absolutely going in control decks. <laughs> so that that is what they said before. Too. Yeah, they, they said that exact same thing. So before. stupid. All it was ninety yeah. percent in control decks. Yeah, like yeah. what? What I, are you talking about, Wizards? Like what? It, this, yeah. this is a control card for sure. It's a bounce card that stop that turns off your opponent's uh, fucking instant abilities on your turn. This is like this is a control card. I mean, um, it's going to be yeah, played. I, it's absolutely going to be played. I, I think. absolutely think it's going to be played. I definitely think it's way less powerful. Well, yeah, um, it was. It needed to be banned. I hope it's fucking less powerful. That'd be absurd if they were just like, yeah. you know, uh, they made it cost one more, but they also up the loyal. I don't think they needed to up the loyalty. That's for sure. Uh, you know what? I there is one saving grace from them bringing this back, and that is huh. they gave it to us. I did yeah. not have to rebuy this like I did with Omnath. So I'm pissed about Omnath. Uh, this one I'm not as pissed about because they just gave it back to me. So I have four of these, so I can try it out and actually see if it's as uh, still good as I think it's going to be. Um, but you know, I don't know why. He didn't need to come back. Uh, turning off instance yeah. is not something that's fun in the game. It's like well, this is obviously game. a thing to get people to like get back into Soric or okay. get into um, Alchemy. Like I, I, this this card is like um, it's huge, right? Like everyone love it. who he, plays some people, some people yeah, love it. Toxic. Yeah, everyone who plays Magic knows, like, Teferi Time Raveler, fucking three mana, worst, like, most powerful card ever. I mean, not really, but, like, no, you know, in he recent a, history, yeah. you know. He was a tick down from Oko. Oko was... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, he's, and, he's still ridiculous. And I think it's going to drive people back into, like, deck building and, like, you know, burning wild cards, spending money and that kind of stuff. I, d- I do think, you know... Um, uh Jacavia says uh that's not going to be played but i do uh, think we're going to see it for sure absolutely. in historic i haven't i haven't played it uh historic today i think everything got updated today correct it did yeah I mean, um, either. and oh, oh, yeah no, i haven't I played, played today yet i played one i i played uh, and the, this guy water that joined our uh discord he uh made a demir deck and i was playing with that and it's it's fun nice yeah it's fun. yeah and I, I i just think that like yeah we are going to see it it's just not going to be as you know, as potent as it was before. Well, with that, then we'll move into main phase one. Main phase one. All right, and in the main phases, we're going over uh, the spoilers. They just dropped a shit ton of spoilers today. There's no way we're going over all of those because this will be like a nine-hour episode. <laughs> so let's yeah, just go. No. Let's jump straight into the first spoiler. Uh, Drunken. This is the one that you're probably most um, excited about that they spoiled today, right? Uh, so take it away. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm most excited about it, but I am. Yeah, it is very exciting for sure. Um, So, yeah, we picked three each out of all the cards, and these are cards we think are going to be used in Historic. And uh, the first one I picked was the Reality Chip, and that is one in a blue for a legendary artifact creature equipment jellyfish. And it says, you may look at the top card of your library any time, which is, so a two-mana 
and it's a zero four. Uh, look at the top card of your library anytime. Seems pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's definitely, a, I think, a usable card in a weird deck, but like not not great. And then it says, um, as long as a reality chip is attached to a creature, you may play lands and cast spells from the top of your library. So that's huge. Oh, yeah, I think um, that could be like a, that, that's just a really good uh, static ability. And Absolutely. then it says uh, this is a, a new ability that we have here. Reconfigure two and a blue attached to target creature you control or unattached from a creature. Reconfigure only as a sorcery while attached. This isn't a creature. So um so anyway, uh, yeah, I think. Sorry, I was looking at what Jacavio was saying. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I think this is this is interesting. You know, we've seen stuff like this before, where we can attach creatures um, to other creatures with, yeah. you know, uh, right monstrous or what, whatever the fucking thing was. Um, uh, oh, I anyway, know what you're talking about yeah, th- no, but usually those are like on cast or something. This is yeah, a, a weird, exactly. This is one where you it's an equipment basically. It comes in as a creature, which is awesome because equipment decks I feel like just like they you they don't have enough. You know, they need a little bit more power, and so having your equipment come in as a creature at first, and then actually having a creature, especially a zero four, this can help you uh, you know stabilize for a little bit. So I like yeah. th- I like this turn that they're doing with equipments as a uh, you know and equipment. Yeah. Equipment aficionado over here, you know. <laughs> I, it makes like it, it more removable. That's the problem, right? Yes, Where it does. It, like I it did. makes it much easier to remove than a normal equipment because Absolutely. it doesn't have to be you don't have to just have like something that gets rid of uh artifacts, yeah. right? You can just get rid of a creature now with this thing if it's just sitting on the board. It's true. But um I I just like, yeah, the versatility of it is uh is interesting. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's weird that uh it doesn't say it like gives your creature for defense, right? Mm-hmm. For toughness. No, it doesn't. All, all it does is yeah. have that ability to play stuff off yeah. the top of your library. So you're paying three mana to get that ability, and you need to have a yeah. creature. So the reconfigure thing is, uh, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. I think it's sweet. Uh, all right, anything else about uh, the uh, reality chip? No, no, okay. I think uh, that's about it. Sweet. All right, well, let's move on to uh, my first pick was the uh, the Wandering Emperor. And uh, if you played War of the Spark, you might have uh, remembered the Wanderer uh, Planeswalker that was in there. And, you know, it was kind of like a disguised character. And now we know who she is. Uh, she is the Emperor of Kamigawa. Uh, and so it is a four-drop legendary planeswalker still no name attached or just legendary planeswalker uh mm-hmm. and this is fucking cool it has flash uh as far as i know this is the only planeswalker that has flash uh do you know of any uh shit i don't know i want to say there is one more but i'm probably wrong but keep I going i can't think of it anyway so it's a planeswalker that has flash its static ability says as long as the Wanderer uh, Emperor entered the battlefield this turn, you may activate her loyalty ability at any time you can cast an instant. So she comes in. Uh, she's basically a fucking combat trick, which is why I love her so much. So yeah, she's a planeswalker. Cool. And so her plus one is put a 1-1 counter on a target creature you control. It gains first strike until the end of turn. Awesome. That's a combat trick right there, right? Or negative one, uh, create a 2-2 white samurai creature token with vigilance. Okay, cool. She's got a way of protecting herself. And the negative two, which is exile target tapped creature. You gain two life. 
So man, you can flash her in, exile something, gain two life, and then have a planeswalker on the board next turn. Uh, yeah, I love this card. I think it's really good. Yeah, four mana is a little steep for our format, but uh, I still, I still really <laughs> like it. I think it's, uh, I think this is going to be playable for sure. What do you think, Drunken? So I, I like this a lot too. When I was looking through the cards, yeah, um, four mana is steep. But honestly, yeah. when you're playing this in a like a control deck, say like blue white ramp, for example, uh, where you're playing a lot of spells on your opponent's turn, yeah. Like letting your opponent play his hand out and like, you know, maybe countering stuff or maybe he or she doesn't have anything to play that turn. And then you just play a fucking a planeswalker at the end of their turn. Yeah. And then you minus one and you get a two, two. And then the next turn, it's a three, three. And then like after that, you can get another two, two. It's like a slow grindy planeswalker yeah. that I like, which is um, almost like very shocking to me that you chose this because this is that's what this speaks to me is like slow grindy control decks really? although i'm sure it can fit into other things I, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like it's very versatile it's good in a lot of situations right yeah it's got a very good way of protecting you but you can also right you can make a samurai and then pump it up and then it gets first strike it has vigilance so like it, it makes good i loved uh planeswalkers that make tokens like this uh i really love decks like that i'm i'm weird I, I like a lot of weird stuff yeah i hate like hardcore control most of the time but i've been playing demir all week so i don't know whatever <laughs> i i'm kind yeah. of yeah i'm strange uh but yeah uh anything else about about the wander uh no i'm excited to try it out for yeah sure. me too i I'm, I'm i'm in love with this card so far uh and then let's go to your uh your next card which is kami of transcendence all right so i had to pick this one there's there's a couple of enchantress enchantress style um cards that they've they've put out here in this set um and this is one i like because um kami of tran uh transience it's one in a green for a creature spirit and says it has trample and whenever you cast an enchantment spell put a plus one plus one count counter on kami of tran transience mm -hmm. now this isn't new this is something we've had like yeah. we've had like several cards in our format that can do this Absolutely. but then it says at the beginning of each end step if an enchantment was put into your graveyard from the battlefield this turn you may return kami of transience from your graveyard to your hand nice. and it is a two two mm -hmm. um that's so awesome, yeah what i like with this i don't think it actually fits into the enchantress deck where this fits i think is going to be a um aura style uh okay. green white blue aura deck which <laughs> i i used to play before blue white auras and black white auras yeah um were a thing and that you know obviously the the um bant auras was garbage otherwise people would play it now <laughs> yeah. um yeah, and I think this kind of elevates that deck a little bit better. Um, it doesn't give you card draw or anything, but just the fact that you can like recur this, got recurrence, uh, yeah. which is a form it of makes it really good. Along with that, you know, that white aura that we have that you can cast out of your graveyard. Like, yeah. dude, um, I I can't imagine this won't see play. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that that deck is going to become tier one, but it's definitely something I'm excited for. I I love enchantment style decks, whether it's enchantress or auras, and I'm I'm really excited to build with this. I think this is going enchantment. I think what mainly they were going for with this though was um, the sagas, right? Because a saga is going to die after its third turn or whatever, right? It's going to be sacrificed, and then once it's sacrificed, right, you can pull this guy back. 
if he's dead yeah. and put in there. So I think maybe that's more of what they were kind of shooting for with the flavor of this. Well, because they put a shit ton of sagas yeah. in this, um, in this Well, the great thing about this, though, is like, so at the beginning of each end step, if an enchantment was put into your graveyard from the battlefield this turn, mm-hmm. you may return this to your hand. So this can be enchanted. And if it dies, yeah. then it just returns to your hand, you know, yeah, like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty wild. There's a reason that this isn't an, an enchantment creature because then it would just recur every single time, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, yeah, so I, I yeah, I think this card's cool. Uh, I'm excited to fuck with it. All right, cool, man. Uh, well then, uh, with that, let's uh, let's move into our combat phase. Yeah. Dorkish combat. And Combat is the horseshit card game hosted by Shrunken Dork. Take it away. What is up, everyone? This is the horseshit card game, and this is a game where I name five magic cards, and one of the cards is not, you know, it doesn't have to do with our format, or it's not in the top ten or something. I I change it up every week. But this week, what I did is I went to... um, what is it, Aether Revolt or uh, Kaladesh Remastered or whatever? Okay. And I picked four cards out of Kaladesh Remastered. And then I picked a card from Kaladesh and Aether Revolt that isn't in Remastered. And it's up to you, all of you, to figure out which one that is. Oh, yikes. Okay. Uh, so, so it's are you, not are you ready Kaladesh for this? Or Aether Revolt. Okay. Okay. It's not in Kaladesh Remat. It's not in our format. All right. So. Oh. Okay. It, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So. It's from Kaladesh or Aether Revolt. Okay. But it's not in the did, historic did format. Did make the cut for uh, Kaladesh Remat. Did not make the cut. Okay. Nope. Cool. All right. I'm I'm ready. I I know what we're doing. All right. Now. Okay. Awesome. All right. So uh, just coming off pick uh, my pick of uh, Aura decks, we have a uh, Conviction. It is one and a white for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus three, and it has white return conviction to its owner's hands. Okay. And then we have uh, Implement of Examination. It is three colorless mana for an artifact, has a blue mana, sacrifice, implement of examination, draw a card. Then it says, when Implement of Examination is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, draw a card. Okay. Then we have Propeller Pioneer. It is three and a white for a creature human artificer. It has flying and has fabricate one, and it is a two one. Then we have Visionary Augmenter. It is two white white for a creature dwarf artificer. artificer. It has fabricate two, and it is a two one. Nice. It's got and then we have finally Curio Vendor. One and a blue for a creature Vidalkin, and it is a two one. Oh, shit. I don't know any of these. <laughs> are you sure these are in our format? Uh, Four of them are. Sure. Uh, One of them isn't. Fuck me. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, maybe the maybe the fabricate ones are in. Um, I don't know. Those sound okay. So. <laughs> uh, the implement of examination. Uh, maybe that is the one. I don't know. It ah, 
Fuck. Yeah, fuck it. I'll go with that one. I don't. I don't know. There. I don't know any of these. So implement of examination. Yeah, I'm okay. just doing a wag right now. Wild ass guess. Throwing it at an implement of uh, examination. So, yeah. All right. All right. So um, you chose implement of examination, yeah. and Jacavio chose curio, and one of you two is right. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and so this week. Hoshi, you fucking idiot. You got it wrong, buddy. Applause, Chicabio. Yeah, it was Curio Vendor. I thought this one, you know, the giveaway here was they all had text on them except Curio Vendor. I think when they were like putting these cards in the format, they're like, um, what is Curio Vendor adding to Historic? To, to oh, historic. absolutely nothing. It's a two mana, two one. <laughs> All right. We're not going to program that into the, <laughs> yeah. into the game. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. I, yeah. I thought Implement of Examination, I would have like maybe recognized the art or something, but I feel like this is one of the sets that I've cracked the least amount of packs from. Uh, I think I, me too. Yeah. yeah. So this, this was a tough one. Nice man. Yeah. You got me. You got me. I, yeah. I didn't know any of them. That was, I would have been fine. I did not get your though. Yeah, Good job. Chikavio. That's true. Good job, man. Uh, well, how'd everyone else do out there? Uh, hopefully someone else got that, uh, curio vendor. All right. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Well with that, let's go to yeah. main phase two. Main phase two. And main phase two is where we're going to finish up our, uh, you know, our top picks for uh, the spoilers right now. So let's go into the first one, uh, which is going to be my uh, second pick, which is uh, Silver Fur Master. And <laughs> a lot of people have been saying uh, this is Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for damn sure. Because <laughs> it is a rat ninja and it's an old, like, wise looking rat ninja. Uh, he is a two drop uh, for a blue and a black. It's just a normal creature rat ninja. So that's why I'm saying this is not Splinter because he would have to be a legendary creature if he was Splinter, right? Like, uh, and he's non-legendary, so you can have multiple of these. He has yeah, no, not, definitely not Splinter. He's a mouse too. He's I mean, he looks like a mouse. He doesn't even look like a rat. He well, just looks I like think, a fucking I mouse. Think, yeah, in his alt art one, he looks more like a rat. Uh, yeah, he's got ninjutsu for two, for a blue and a black. Uh, and then ninjutsu abilities, you activate cost one less to activate, which that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And other ninja and rogue creatures you control get plus one, plus one. So this is a ninja slash rogue, uh, you know, uh, lord that we got. It's a lord that also reduces a ninjutsu cost. I think this yeah. is, uh, and it's not, it's non-legendary, so you can pack four of these uh, in a ninja yeah. deck for sure. This is, uh, if you're doing a ninja deck, I feel like this is like, this is the auto include, right? Four of, bam, slam them in there. Oh, and also it is uncommon, so easy to get this guy too. Uh, it's a 2-2, two -two, so not too hard to remove it because it's only other ninjas get it, but you can have two down at a time. I don't know. I really like it. What do you think? Um, so I'm mixed about it. I don't like, like, I don't think ninjutsu is going to be that powerful. Um, and it never was powerful before. And I, yeah, I don't think that's going to change, but mm. the fact that you can ninjutsu this and then like you can combat trick this, um, 
and it's a lord i think that's what makes this card cool oh, yeah. i don't think it's going to be great but i'm glad you're excited and i i am i am going to build with this card i mean it is an uncommon i'm glad you picked yeah. an uncommon um because no i didn't pick any you know with my three yeah. and um and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna fit well into a rogue deck um for sure yeah i don't think it like the the rogue slash ninjas will probably be the uh you know the most powerful deck uh especially in historic absolutely not maybe in alchemy uh it'll be a thing you know that's what i'm yeah. thinking um so maybe they'll do another alchemy drop to like boost ninjas like they did kind of for the the last set you know uh but, well you uh, know like ninjutsu makes sense right in a rogue yeah. deck because rogue decks are combat tricks right mm -hmm. everything has flash yep. um you know you're never casting things like uh, you know, except for the one mana spells right you're only casting things on your opponent's turn or like doing combat trick style stuff so i mean it just fits well into that deck that yeah. deck fell like a couple tiers you know over over the past few sets but Absolutely. um yeah, I, I do think I do think this is a it's a cool card. It, it's I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, it's all about the support around it. You know, he's enabling ninjutsu to be better. He's enabling ninjas to be better. Now it's up to Watsi to, you know, give us the ninjas that we need to be able to, you know, make the deck good. And so I know yeah. they're packing this full of ninjas. So we're they, still not everything's revealed yet. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I like it. I like the card design on it. I like that it's uncommon. Uh, so yeah cool all right absolutely then we're moving on to your last card so take it away my last card or cards yeah. um so it's busiju who endures so um i love the original busiju i who sh uh, what is it who shaped the world i don't remember what it is but it's like you can cast instance at flash and it was a land okay. you know um but anyway, Busiju who endures. It's a legendary land. It uh, it has tap, add a green mana, but then it has channel. We kind of discussed this already, like in a couple of podcasts ago. And it says one in a green, discard Busiju who endures, destroy target artifact, enchantment, or non-basic land and opponent controls. That player may search their library for a land card with a basic land type, put it onto the battlefield. Then shuffle, uh, then shuffle. This ability costs one less to activate for each legendary creature you control. Um, so I really like these utility lands. Yeah. I picked this one um, because like removal is always going to be probably my favorite thing opposed yeah. to like, you know, um, putting creatures out. I guess the white one has removal as well, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think these are going to be used in our format for sure. Absolutely. Um, like you could even have this as a sideboard card and like feel good about it. You know, you could run a 20 land deck and depending on what you're playing against, you can keep it in your sideboard and like put it in as an extra land slot. If you, you know, if it's a little more grindy of a, a best of three or, yep. um, you know, or if they have enchantments. Right. Yeah. So, um yeah, I like this a lot. What do you think? I think it's great. And it's protected from hand hate for a lot of things because it is a, yeah. land, right? it's a spell. Yeah. It's, it's basically, it's not a spell. It's an ability too. So it's protected. Yeah, from you can't, it can't even be countered yeah, generally. You'd have to counter the triggered ability of it, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be the only way to really stop it is something like Stifle uh, would hit this. Good point. So, uh, yeah, it's very strong. I mean, being able to destroy an artifact, enchantment, or non-basic land, sure, they get to search for a basic land, but there are plenty of times that I would gladly make that trade, or you can use it as a land. I mean, this one's awesome. 
I mean, untapped too, untapped yeah, land. Yeah. That's what makes it so strong. Exactly, it's so good. Yeah. And then even if you right, if you already have one down, that sucks. Um, but the next card that I'm talking about might make it so you actually can play it if you needed to as a land. Oh, <laughs> let's move on to that. Yeah. All right. So uh, my last pick is going to be Mirror Box, uh, which uh, a lot of people are loving and hating on right now, which is my kind of card. Divisive uh, card. Yeah. Very divisive <laughs> card. Uh, so <laughs> I hope you're right, Johnny. Uh, so this is a three drop artifact at rare. And it has the legendary rule doesn't apply to permanence you control. Uh, each legendary creature you control gets plus one, plus one. Each non-token creature you control gets plus one, plus one. For each other creature you control with the same name as that creature. This is, uh, I feel, a great card. Uh, it itself obviously is non-legendary. I don't know why. You might as well make it legendary if it stops the legendary rule. That would be, you know, why not? Uh, yeah. So you can have multiple of these. So it stops the legendary rule, which is a big downside to playing legendary cards, right? Is the you, that thought of like, how many of these can I put in my deck? Because, you know, the worst feeling is having like four of the same legendary card in your hand. But if you got this thing on the field, that's the best thing. <laughs> you know, Unless they have artifact removal, then you're fucked. That's the major downside to this card, right? Is if you had a bunch of uh, legendary creatures out and then they kill this thing and then they, uh, they all die because the legendary rule comes back into effect. So that's the bad thing about this is uh, artifact removal would hit this deck pretty hard i feel like but i think the outside is also you know pretty massive it's a it's an anthem it gets rid of the legendary rule you get a multiple planeswalkers at the same time uh <laughs> i mean and then the last part too is like it, they don't even have to be legendary they can just be normal um you know uh creatures and they still get an anthem effect from having uh copies of themselves out glass pool mimic would be amazing in this right because there's plenty of times yeah. i've had uh some type of glass pool mimic effect and i'm like well what am i gonna do copy my stupid legendary and then it's just gonna die so uh what do you think drunken so um like you said it's divisive i don't really care for this card mm -hmm. uh too much i i'm not saying that it can't do stuff like i think this is definitely a a hoshi card uh <laughs> because it's it's like a brewable card where you can try and do some pretty interesting stuff i'm i'm looking for um a card like the first thing that came to my mind was uh i forget what uh what the card is called but there's like a legendary creature that allows you to search for legendary creatures oh, and yeah. um yeah, no, and no, no, no. so this is like this is what made me think about it and we have multiple stuff in our format that yeah. like you know legendary matters yep and so we have um, that one commander i forget what his name is uh, kethis not is it kethis not i think it is kethis it's yeah. so um so jacavio said sisse oh, no it's yeah. not that sisse is not the one i'm thinking of but, but yeah sisse that was like that. yeah yeah it does do stuff like that yeah, yeah. um I'll, I'll i'll get it right now i'm i'm looking on um <laughs> I'm doing this live, everyone. Yeah. Very professional. Any, any, I know. I anyways, know. Yes, this is kind of like a, a janky card in, in some ways. But uh, there is a lot, like you were saying, a lot of legendary matter stuff. Uh, Urza's Ruinous Blast, that card is, is nuts. I mean, it's pretty hard to uh, get to, but 
if you do, it exiles everything besides, uh, you know, legendary permanent. So I guess it would actually kill this thing. So that would probably be a big downside uh, of that. Is it? Oh, have, here we go. It yeah. was uh, Kethis, the hidden hand is yeah, the one I, I was thinking that's of. What I, that's what I said. I said Kethis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> you just ignore me. Yeah, that like, was along with. He's an idiot, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. That one, along with Sisse, I think those two cards are seem interesting. Like, yeah. I really don't think this is going to do a lot, but I do think it's going to do something fun. And I'm sure, Hoshi, you are going to have fun with it. I absolutely will. <laughs> yeah. Is, I, Until you don't. Hurt. Until you, like, lose six games in a row and you're like, fuck this deck. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I burned yeah. the wild cards again. <laughs> Watsy, you got me again. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They're like enticing jank players like me to be like, well, what if I did this? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's really cool. So we'll see. I'm definitely going to make something with it at some point. Uh, but that's it. You got cool. anything else to say about it? Obviously, you don't care about it. So, uh, no, I'm, all right, yeah, cool. But... It doesn't have removal attached to it, so you don't care about it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, that was uh, you know all of our previews that we're going over. So uh, we'll move to our end step. End all right. Step. And uh, end step is where we usually go over uh, you know anything that we have outside of uh, you know the world of magic, except for uh, we're running a little long this time, so. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get into that. And wait, uh, no, we have uh, we have our comments, questions, and corrections. Do, do we have some this week? Um, it it looks like Apollo dug into here. So Jacobio says, "When the fuck is Apollo coming back?" <laughs> and uh, I can answer oh, okay. that. Yeah, go ahead. Probably. Uh, what they're annoying. Oh, he also said, "I have two roommates. They are annoying as fuck, but I can't kick them out. What should I do?" Oh, okay. okay. Well, which one we do you can answer both okay. of those. All right. Okay, great. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> um so when is apollo coming back uh, -huh. uh i'm gonna say um i don't know if he's ever coming back mm -hmm. he'll make a guest appearance maybe once every fucking blue moon what do you think uh, <laughs> uh i think you know he's got a lot of he's new to the military he's about to move yeah to he's got a lot of stuff he's about to move to a, a new base in a couple of months and so i think like once he gets settled there he'll be making more frequent stops but he is not a man that uh juggles a lot of responsibilities very well <laughs> so uh he'll be stopping in for sure but uh, yeah i wouldn't count on seeing him every week uh he yeah, unless I mean, prove us wrong, Apollo. Uh, prove us wrong. So, other than that, though, I don't, I don't believe it's gonna happen. So, okay. Right. And then we have uh, then the other thing I read from him. I have two roommates. They are annoying as fuck, but I can't kick them out. What should I do? <laughs> I have, I have the perfect solution for okay, you, Jacavio. Yeah, what's that? Okay, um, bro, just grab your laptop. And move on the street, dude. That's all you got to do. Find a couple cardboard boxes, uh -huh. you know, um, set your it's laptop true. up like next to a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. You'll be living sweet. You can play uh, Magic the Arena. Fucking, <laughs> you, you know, that's how I don't. I don't use gathering anymore. Yeah, that's uh, you can play Magic the Arena uh -huh. uh, all day with that awesome Starbucks Wi-Fi. I don't know if they have. Um, I don't know if they have Starbucks where you live, but I'm sure they do because they have it everywhere. What do you what do you have to say about that? Oh, he said it, he needs to mention that that the roommates, they uh, they are my kids. OK. <laughs> oh, they're your kids. Oh, OK. 
Well, um, uh, in that case, you oh, need, okay. you need to move out. You need to flee. I hear Canada uh, is a nice place, and uh, it's hard to track you there. You get away from alimony yeah. and all that kind of stuff in Canada. <laughs> that's uh, what I heard. That's that's my advice: is flee, flee the country. Uh, they can't get you then, you know. So, <laughs> or yeah, or you can live on the street. Or um, what I would do also, if you're going with that option, the like living on the street option uh you know what why not upgrade your life and get an rv dude you know you can live yeah. uh, or van or hashtag van life <laughs> yeah you, you become absolutely a, a, a van gamer you know that uh oh he's already in canada <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh well, then you're fucked <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah in that scenario yeah. <laughs> um i don't know what to say dude honestly i think uh my first thing i said still applies the streets just you know abandon the kids go uh, live on the street in Canada, you know, and, it gets cold there. That probably won't be the best idea. Get get a get an RV or a van. You well, know? you get those extra thick cardboard boxes yeah. as the solution. Or trash there, can right? fire. That's also a thing. Yeah, so that is a thing. Yeah, back in the eighties. <laughs> uh all right well that was uh, questions answers and corrections uh so if you guys got any any other questions or you want any uh nuggets of wisdom like we just bestowed right right there uh feel free to uh you know go yeah. on our discord or uh email us i guess and uh you know we can check these uh on the show again next week and uh yeah with, absolutely with that we'll move into our cleanup phase uh cleanup and cleanup is our social media promo stage where we uh, get the wrong button there we go we have a uh nice. a youtube uh, that we do this on and then we have a uh, you know discord that we talk about a lot because it's awesome and then uh, we stream this live on twitch uh usually every thursday at eight o'clock uh and then we are on all the podcasting spotify uh itunes then we have an aether hub that we put our decks on uh if we have something yep. that you know we talk about on here we feature on here we generally throw it up on there and if you want to you know see what what we're playing that's a good spot too uh but you know if, always feel free to just you know hit us up on discord uh because we're generally on there and uh with that let's move on to uh the last and most psychotic phase of our show which is the discard phase drink them up mm-hmm. Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are once again the end of the show uh drunken anything to say before we wrap uh- up see everyone thanks for watching listening whatever you're doing and if you're not part of our discord like we say all the time please join very cool people in there yeah um and uh yeah we appreciate it yeah i mean tell us what you're playing too like throw your uh, deck up in our channel uh if yeah it, if, you know i always try and like pick up decks that uh everybody's playing in our stuff and uh i i like it it's fun uh it is and with that you know i guess we'll just see you again uh next week right here back on Manoran. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Mmm. I had one little baby sip. I hope you had to fucking pound an entire fig sidecar or whatever the fuck you're drinking right now. Oh, man. I wasn't going to pound a sidecar. It's Michelob Ultra. (laughs) Oh, that might be worse, man. That, like, kills my stomach. Oh, it's just so much carbonation. <laughs> I took it pretty easy tonight, man. I had one. I only had one beer. Usually I'm like three beers in by the end of this. <laughs> My old man belly. <coughs> it came out.
it take all the yeah. all the all the carbonation, you know? Yeah, you uh, you were surprisingly unslurry tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what came over me. I just, you know, I didn't have it in me. I couldn't. I guess you can't get hammered every single night of your life, that, right? That's. You know, I, <laughs> I, you're wrong about. That. Or can you? <laughs> yeah, you're wrong.